brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everybody, to this sud segment here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes, where good beer meets bad radio. Greeting and introduce host. Oh, I probably wasn't supposed to read that part, was I? It's hard hard to find good help these days. I'm telling you, we should have a better casting call. And a better casting couch. Probably. Hey, this is good old boy Mike. Welcome to this Sud segment where everything good in life uh, is uh, what we talk about here. (laughs) Wow. You're a little rusty, aren't you, Mike? (laughs) A little bit. Everything good in life worth discussing. Anyway. It's worth discussing. Disgusting, right? (laughs) (laughs) Should we start this over again? Oh, it's not going to get any better. I agree. Joining me here at the table is good old boy Dave. Let's get this over with. Yeah, that's pretty, not get it over with, but, you know, let's get this intro uh, over with. Also joining me is good old boy Drew. Thanks so much for having me. And coughing up that left lung was good old boy Kendall. Good to be here, I think. <laughs> and good old gal Juliana. Hi. Well, it's beginning to look a lot like, well, maybe not quite yet. But uh, we are getting closer and closer to the holiday season, and that means cooler weather, spending time with loved ones, good food, shopping, crowded stores, people putting trashy lights all over their houses, and worst of all, the dreaded holiday party. (laughs) I love a holiday party. What do trashy lights actually look like, Dave? Uh, just just wait a couple up, weeks and, and look and down, down the street. Yeah, drive okay. up and down our street. You'll here understand. In, in kind of like you know, is it like strings of cans and lights and you know, yes. Um, I mean, and yes. How does that play out? Inflatable Santa Clauses that are not completely inflated. No, I appreciate you telling us how you really feel. Um, but first, uh, before we get too far, we'll tell you who this Suds episode is brought to you by. Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Well, come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are so competitively priced. Stuff and Things, Things and Stuff, Stuff and Things and Stuff and Things. Now, with more stuff. Okay, so holiday parties. Some folks like them, while others... uh, Well, others are like Dave. (laughs) That just you, You like them or not, though, and... Sometimes you get invited to them last minute or also, like Dave, you forget things a lot. And then your wife has to remind you like a hundred times. Dave, get that bottle of wine. I can't believe we're going to keep going, Dave. Now, see, finally he does a good impression. (laughs) (laughs) Hardcore, I can't believe that you didn't get that box of wine and everything else for the party. I made a list. All you had to do was stop by the grocery store and just walk in and get it. My only comfort is that she's going to kill both of us. (laughs) How How many texts does it take to your phone? Is it like three or four? 
Oh, it's it's multiple. I mean, and then there's an email, a call, and then usually it's accompanied by a smack. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes and gets it herself. Yes. Well, that's how I'm training her. So today's episode, we've decided to give our lovely listeners some ideas for last minute holiday party beer shopping. We each went to a local store and gave ourselves about 10 minutes uh, or so so to look for a beer that we could take to a holiday party. Now, it had to be interesting to a beer nerd, but it also has to be approachable enough that you could get anyone to at least try it. That's really not as easy as it sounds. We'll each uh, unveil our beer in turn and share it with the group. We'll taste it and discuss it and give it a group rating. Well, speaking of that, Juliana... Why don't you uh, read our Suds ratings for today using your favorite party voice? (laughs) (laughs) I've never received the the dare death look. You get used to it after a while. (laughs) I don't even know where to begin. Um, She said so much, but yet she said nothing. That's amazing. (sighs) Okay, I... (laughs) I don't have a party voice because those that know me. Okay. <laughs> you stumped her. Yeah. I. Ugh. Um. This is no. I. <laughs> I, I just. I'm sorry. Hang on. It's only a one hour show. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Was that a belch? Maybe not. Ah, what a relief. A body really should not make that sound. Listen to that hang time. I'm gonna need another beer. Woo, party! (sighs) Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Well, uh, thank you, Juliana, for that party voice, maybe. Mm, No, no. (laughs) So... We have all been faced with this challenge of trying to find something, you know, at the last minute. You know, for us, it's a little bit different. I mean, we all have, you know, beers just on hand and, you know, beer fridges and cellars. And, you know, it's definitely an exit strategy for us. I and mean, we usually don't, aren't faced with the, you know, this last minute uh, moment. But we do face, uh, you know, some challenges where a lot of the beer that we have on hand is not always approachable and not a lot of things that you would take to just a common, you know, holiday gathering or office party or anything else. There's usually a lot of people, you know, that are not beer consumers and you kind of got to think about it a little bit. Um, so the other thing is, uh, I, every time that I, I get invited usually to some party, I think about the type of small talk that I want to have in advance. So you see little fellow, Every year I shine up my jingle bells for eight lucky reindeer. <laughs> like that? I do, yes. I'm definitely a Rake and Bass fan. So um, the uh, so the thing I, I tend to do is I think about the a couple of topics for small talk. So I usually pick two 
The first one is I really want to pick a small talk uh, topic that is just going to get somebody rambling, you know, just completely, you know, on anything. You know, I it's more of like watching a cable channel. I really don't care what they're saying. It's just a form of entertainment. So uh, that's usually one. And <clears throat> the other one is I usually pick a small talk topic that just repels people, that gets them wanting to go to like the other side of the room or just away from me. Any, anywhere. I know that people have that as a natural disposition uh, around me, but usually I, they, sometimes they need a little prompting uh, to kind of move on. So maybe those will help you uh, navigate, you know, uh, a holiday or office party or something like that. One, we're going to talk about some righteous beer uh, for you to take along, but also we're going to equip you with maybe some of our, our uh, tips for some of our small talk topics along the way. Well, we're going to get going first with Juliana. Why don't you tell us what beer you brought? Okay. So, 10 minutes in a store. Now, did you actually go to the store? Did you tax Dave with going to the store? No, we both went <laughs> to the store together. Do you okay. think she would trust me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering how this went down. That's all. So, <laughs> Yeah. 10 minutes in a store for a girl. It's a pretty tough task. And, you know, the problem is, is like for all of us, we're going to places, right, where we know the host, we know, and they're always themed, right? But what do you do when you, when you get invited to a place where there really isn't a theme or you don't know the host, but you're invited from the friend and, and so on and so forth? So I, this was really tough, but I wanted something that was like approachable and something that anybody could get and... So where does one begin, right? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks. Is that one of those rhetorical questions? Because I can never tell. Yeah, can never oh, tell one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, my selection today is something that's really flavorful, not too crazy on the ABV, hmm. but in a pinch, I can get wasted on it. Talking about me <laughs> really quickly <laughs> hmm. if I needed to. Um, this is called the Hand of the Queen. It's a barley wine ale from Oma Gang. Yay. Yay. And this is 10.7% uh, ABV. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yes. So this wow. is part of the Game of Thrones. Uh, it is. No, it's great. It's great. So this was the original... Um, I, they're doing a series of beers based on the TV show. For those Sorry, of you that may not I can understand, only search my topic for movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a man. <laughs> my God, that was so random. I was just waiting for your phone to say, "Remind Dave to pick up the yeah. Game of Thrones uh, uh, beer." Oh so. my gosh, Alexa, <laughs> tell Dave he's an idiot. No, 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 no. no. So I thought this would be cool because it's probably going to go with um, winter foods and like, you know, and stuff like that. Because, you know, when you go to a party, there's always going to be some heavy food. And I thought, well, this will be nice to kind of cut the heaviness of the food, give you a decent amount of flavor. And for those that are used to like those big macro breweries that, I, that shall remain nameless, we'll be able to... Um, get something that's a little bit more flavorful and maybe introduce people to a different world. 
Hey, we'll uh, get to talk about uh, Juliana's beer right after this break. Hey, welcome back to this Sud segment today. We are talking about beers that you want to pick up on a way to a holiday party. And Juliana was telling us about her beer from Amagong, which is the hand of the queen, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a barley wine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So uh, what did you guys think of uh, this this particular choice? Sweet. Very yeah, sweet. Very sweet. You don't get some of the bitterness you get in. It's almost more like an English barley wine than an American one where you're going to get some nice hop character yeah, out of it, too. So what was the ABV on this? 10.7. There you go. That's that's what I call a good party. <laughs> yeah. But I think that, you know, with the Game of Thrones tie-in, that's how you get people to, like, try it because everybody's yep. heard of the show. And then, then they try it, and it is kind of sweet, so it's probably not going to turn people well, off. Well, and it can right. turn into kind of a small talk, you know. That topic was the what, point. Was that your point? That so, was the point. So is that your choice of something you'd want to talk about, or is that? Your repellent uh, small talk, you know. That is Plan B. Oh, Plan B small talk. Yes. Okay. For me, so. it'd be getting somebody else to do the talking. Uh, okay. You know, I, I imagine everyone I've ever talked to. Game so of you're Thrones drinking about. the beer while they're chatting. Pretty much. That's basically your whole plan That's of attack. Well, then Just also keep asking little questions about the show. And, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. You're you know. the nodder of the group. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a nodder. Oh, nodding. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, it's really uh, probably for a barley wine. This is probably one of the sweeter versions. You know, the other characteristic with a lot of barley wines is they tend to be rather bitter. Um, and the sweetness around this just basically obliterates whatever hop, you know, was was really going to bring bring around for this. So um, it's more approachable probably than a traditional barley wine yeah, because of that. The but, other cool thing is it's in a 750. So if someone bores you, you're just like, oh, oh, I wanted to share this with somebody else. And you take the bottle and just walk around. Ah, yes. yes. These are good party tips. No, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking, too. Oh, I need to go pour this for uh, yeah. that idiot over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know this is going to sound cheesy, but for all the girls that are out there that they, they're afraid of drinking beers because it's going to be calorie or they're afraid of having desserts because it's going to be a lot of calories. They can have this. And then you'll get because, drunk and you won't care about desserts or calories. But this is like a dessert. See? But it's liquid. And it's less calories. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, milkshake. Maybe. <laughs> it, is, it is like a liquid dessert. It's sweet. It's got some huge toffee notes. Yeah. And yes. it's just uh, and dark very fruit. much a dessert beer. Yeah. So much better than a fruitcake. Well, I definitely love the conversational element of bringing something, you know, uh, the because it is a Game of Thrones, you know, series beer. You know, you can start to talk about, you know, the show if you watch it. You know, yeah. well, who um, doesn't? I know we have to export those people to Canada or something if they're not watching enough of it. So. Canada don't want Canada don't want them. They don't. <laughs> they we're going to send them north of the wall. Yeah, that's right. Because winter is coming. Yeah. Um, so. Wow. Great choice, uh, Juliana. Um, so for the uh, Queen uh, Hand of the Queen from Amagon, our Suds rating for this is going to be a three. Woo-hoo. Next up is good old boy Dave. Uh, so uh, tell us first, did you have a plan before walking into the liquor store? No. Negative. We can all answer that. That is my plan for life. I was, to, I was just about to say, I just said the word Dave and plan in the yeah. same complete sentence. So yeah. <laughs> Juliana is going, no, nope, afraid not. <laughs> I don't read. I don't think. I just do. 
my man of action. So what'd you pick? Um, yeah, what did? Oh, yeah, founders. So <laughs> from founders in Michigan, I picked Solid Gold Premium Lager. Hmm. Interesting 4. choice. Four point four percent. Well, because I thought a very what's more approachable than a premium lager. You got the Bud Light crowd. You got the Mick Ultra crowd. You got all these, you know, macro drinkers. Give them something that they think, wow, it's in a can. It says lager. Hmm, maybe it's normal. And it's actually a fairly flavorful, pretty nice lager beer. So that's what I thought. It is. Uh, it's super crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very it's, crisp. it's really clean, easy drinking beer. I also have my uh, small talk topic. Sex with furniture. What do you think? <laughs> is that the repellent? Wait, is sex with furniture or sex on furniture? Sex with furniture. What do you think? Okay. With, so, yeah. <laughs> are you? Are you? Hmm. I'm neither. I'm not. Are you using the furniture to to? I, uh, you know. It's completely open. It's your yeah. interpretation. I don't know if I could do it without lube. <laughs> <laughs> Well, does the fabric choice come into play? Oh, yeah. A nice velour. Yeah. Yeah. Leather? mm, I don't think so. Micro suede. That would be chafing a bit too much for me. Sure. (laughs) Dense cotton fabric. Definitely no wool. Zero wool. Very scratchy. Mm -hmm. I like this. That would be a really good topic. But my question is, is is that you're entertaining small talk or is that you're repelling small talk? Yes. (laughs) I guess it all depends on your audience. Yeah. Wow. I think you just throw it out there and let the crowd tell you what they like or don't. He's such a crowd pleaser. Oh, back to the beer for just a minute. So I really thought this was just a good, solid, um, you know, American lager. I think thinking about how to approach a crowd that may be uh, heavily laden, you know, on a lot of macro uh, products. This is a really great choice. Yeah, I think it's a it's a bridge builder. It's kind of what it's designed for. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, um, you know, surprisingly, there we're not the only beer podcast radio show out there. Really, what? there's there's others, and there, I heard one talking one time, actually multiple times, about how this was the beer you pick up to take to a party. Huh? That this was that this is designed. Did they copy us or did we copy them? Oh, I yes. think they're copying us. We <laughs> yeah. aren't we the originals? Obviously. But yeah, it's it's. I've seen this mentioned in other places too. That this this is that beer that founders designed. That you're grabbing a 15 pack because you're you're headed to the party. You you don't want to get you know Mick Ultra, but you want something crafty that people are going to drink and that and you can yeah share that's and, approachable that you can hand to somebody who would you know want a PBR high life and say then you're like ha ha you're drinking craft beer sucker. Mm-hmm. They're like what no? Yeah. Then they start melting. Ah, melting. <laughs> they start melting. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. It happens. No, I think this is a really good choice. Um, I'm actually kind of impressed. I've had it before, but it's been a while. So revisiting it, it's really nice. Really nice and very easy drinking. Well, I, I like the one-two punch of the two things that because you guys would go probably the party together and the thing is oh no oh no (laughs) oh no i'm sorry that was a really bad assumption i'm just gonna avoid the third rail of that topic so uh but a good blend but right because the barley wine was really big and sweet and boozy and this is a crushable beer you could take a 24 pack of this and just you know all day long 
I do like the conversational item, you know, about this, which is, hey, I brought a beer, uh, a really great lager from Grand Rapids. There you Dude, go. You know? makes a great and, blend. Yeah. And did you know there's, there's no Rapids? No, there's no Grand Rapids in, in Grand Rapids. So <laughs> that's, no, the, name, seriously, that's the name of our episode yeah. for Founders folks, oh. by the way. So. And there's, oh. a, there's a dad joke built in. So somebody you know, pours it's a some, solid beer. Somebody pour <laughs> some of that damn barley oh wine gosh. into your lager. That is so bad. You know, I think the thing that's approachable about this is even the label. It's a great looking can. Yeah. It looks like an old school beer. Straight oh. out of the you 70s. Know, yeah. Like, no. you know, when you used to go in your friend's basement yeah. and their dad would have his collection of cans along the wall yep. it looks like it should be on that wall well it's thank like you for complimenting my can Kendall. <laughs> great cans <laughs> all right here this is a blend of it oh, that's actually pretty good actually a the blend lager, of the barley wine the lager yeah. the lager dries out the barley wine a little bit so see if you get a little that. tipsy sorry negative yes <laughs> I'm just, it's a bad I'm idea pass. i'm just gonna say blending the lager and the barley wine Mm-mm. no sorry I don't think I, I can go. There. I don't hate it. I, I like the um, the additional hops that you know yep. say that we're missing from the uh, barley wine at the beginning. Well, you know, I want that one end of the table. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, rate up the uh, founder solid gold here. Uh, we're going to call that a suds rating of three. <laughs> so, Dave, we didn't talk about your topic that you would choose to repel people, which I thought was brilliant. Oh, well, so if you see someone approach you and you know you don't want to have a long-term conversation, sometimes I will just, you know, hold up my finger and say, hey, does this look infected? Because even if there's not a cut or anything, as soon as you say that, they're going to probably veer the other way. 99 times out of 100. That 100th time, though, is the one you have to watch out for. Because they may be like, you know, one of those, uh, you know, like a doctor or a nurse or freak. And then <laughs> they're going to yeah. they're going to engage you. So as with any other party tip I give out, I will tell you, you know, this one is not 100 percent. You've got to. Yeah, because I would retort back and go, well, how much pus is involved? I mean, that because that's usually a big indicator if something is infected or not. Sure. Then you're screwed. Two questions. Yeah. Two questions. So so as they're approaching, you know, to sell it, are you are you contemplating, you know, said finger very intensely? And then after you ask them, do you stick it in your mouth and suck on it? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. I think <laughs> sucking on it, no. Okay. Um, okay. Because then you may be asked to leave. Ah. But I would say it's probably handy to carry a Band-Aid with you to all parties. That way you can put put it on and then kind of peel it back a little bit. <laughs> Keep one in your wallet. Yeah. Just no. in case yeah, you, you know. need that backup I'm plan. married now, so Band-Aid's the only thing I do keep in my wallet. <clears throat> well, I'm glad, <laughs> that, we, uh, I'm glad that uh, Dave, you know, really had a very solid plan around all of that. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, is that another not, bad maybe dad not joke? Solid. No, it's a good dad joke. Thank There's no you. such thing as a bad dad all joke. Right. Well, I'm up next to talk about uh, the beer that I would take to a party. Um, I followed the rules and stopped by a liquor store yesterday and walked in, gave myself actually a little bit less than 10 minutes. I had a plan walking in, I must admit. So I, I talked about this with my wife and I'm like, you know, we go to a bunch of stuff, you know, that we have to take things. And sometimes I bring, you know, a whale, you know, a unicorn and something really amazing. Which a whale a of, and a unicorn walk into a party. Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, or, you know, sometimes I, I don't know the crowd really well and, and, you know, I really want to take something I know is just going to hit all the bells and, you know, go right down the middle and it's going to work for everybody. So, uh, the beer I selected is from Blackberry Farm, their classic Saison. Uh, this is, uh, 6.3% ABV. Uh, this has been out for, uh, quite a while now, maybe about six or seven years, um, and the good thing is, is that they recently just changed up some of the packaging um, for this. It used to be only available in a 750 uh, bomber, and they recently moved uh, this beer to being available in cans. So uh, this will work at a wide variety of holiday parties where you, you know, may need to uh, take something in an alternative, you know, packaging. So uh, really good friends of the show. Hey, Roy. Um, Hi. Hey Travis, <laughs> love talking about your beer again. What'd you guys think about the Blackberry Farm Classic Saison? It's always it's great, so good. They do such great saisons. All of the classic, I mean, the winter. My, I mean, my favorite's always going to be the Dupont. But if there's any true American homage to that, it's this beer. The Blackberry Farm Classic Saison is is truly a classic. It's one of the best. Yeah, it's. It's really approachable too, you know, in terms of saisons is some of them can be very peppery and, you know, almost sharp and Extremely buttery. dry as well. Dry, a bit of butter. This is just nice, easy. And I think for somebody that likes hops, they're going to like this beer. It's really beautiful. Hmm. It's beautiful. I like it. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought for a minute that that was an accident, but nope. well played. Thank well you. played. Good job, buddy. Sometimes I come up with winners. <laughs> and then you came up with me. We're really lucky. I mean, we, <laughs> we get to have, you know, this an awful lot. Um, and we get all of, you know, the new beer from Blackberry Farm. Thank you, Maddie. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, keep it coming, buddy. Excited this is coming in uh, cans. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they actually, they dropped three different versions of... Uh, their beers into cans. They already had three um, that they were offering in their alternative packaging. Uh, so the classic Saison, the Fence Line, and I forgot the third one. Um, I don't remember I the third one either. The third one that they're dropping uh, there as well. But it, it, I believe it's another one from the Saisons. Uh, but it's uh, good. Yeah, really uh, amazing. Well, let's be honest. I mean, it's it's awesome that they're dropping in cans for, for other people. But, I mean... We could all knock out one of these 750s by ourselves. No uh, oh, problem. Yeah. I think, we, I think yeah. we're just about ready to do that already. I mean, so I'm pretty sure I have. Very, t- very occasions. Yeah. You know, there was a little bit of thought process uh, that I had. And, you know, this was one of the things that if you're thinking about how to take, you know, a, a beer to a party is one is know your audience. And, and sometimes when you don't know your audience, <clears throat> um, you have to go with some things that may not be, uh, you know, within the, would hit the middle uh, of the road in terms of a palate selection. And so um, my wife is not really a, a huge hop head, um, and she really likes to choose things that are, you know, don't really have a, a tremendous, you know, hop profile to them. She's huge Saison and uh, Farmhouse uh, you know, fan. And when we were talking about this, she was like, absolutely. You should take a, a Saison or a farmhouse ale. Um, you know, that would be the thing that would appeal to a, a larger crowd. So, well, your wife's classy though. 
Thank you. Unlike the rest of us. I mean, <laughs> my, is, my right? wife, I know she'll appreciate that comment. My wife's so. classy too, and the only problem with either one of them is they're tasting men. But you know, well, you know, nobody's uh, perfect. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> sure, I think. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and rate up the. Uh, uh, oh, mm-hmm. Blackberry Farm Classic Saison is going to be a Suds rating of five. That's the biggest. So we, uh, we've we done a whole show on Blackberry Farm, including the Classic Saison on another episode um, in our back catalog. Be sure and check out that, and you'll get to hear about a lot of other great beers from I was hilarious on Farm. that show. <laughs> um, so I didn't talk about any of my small topics, so... Um, uh, small talk uh, topics. <laughs> Tell us about your small, small topics. topics Mike, yeah. uh, I'm a little mean. Uh, so, <laughs> um, you know, so the one thing is uh, when I'm thinking about just that endlessly entertaining, you know, small talk uh, topic, probably the one that I've been using uh, lately, which is do you really think having a colonoscopy is a good idea? <laughs> so. I, mean, I get the exact same reaction that all of you guys are looking at me about, which is what's going on here. So, um, well, well, if you're, if you're trying to have people move away from you, that's a great topic. If you go to a party with a lot of doctors, you'll probably get uh, an affirmation. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> or two. How old are you when yes. you're considering? Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> this is usually the retort that people come back and are you just forty five or older entertaining yeah. conversation? Like, well, what are you yeah. digging for, yeah. man? Yeah. You know? What's your, uh, what's your <laughs> family history? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. The last time I had it, the anesthesia was incredible. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. People <laughs> go on and on, if they, especially if they've if they've had one, they go on and on. They're like, you know what? It was the best thing ever, and I'm like. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Sticking a hose anywhere I that f- big inside of like a volcano a for idea. a day and a half. <laughs> Just know? relax. It'll be okay. And, right. And Julie's we'll be over Do not say relax and hose around me within a 10 foot radius ever, okay? I think Julie's party voice showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my advice, Mike don't clinch. Don't clinch. <laughs> <laughs> This is why this this is why this small talk topic works because it's just like you know it's it's either going to turn into this really strange sideways conversation. This is what it's going to go. It might even go where we're going right now, which was okay. Uh, Seriously, you know, this is like one of the most hilarious topics. This is what happens when your party starts with barley wine. You can make it repellent real quick by asking about their polyps. Did you name them? Yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> were they big polyps? Were they small polyps? I mean, how many polyps were involved? Did they actually biopsy any of the polyps? I want to know these things. They're really important, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll be right back in just a minute. Have you named your polyps? Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. On today's Suds episode, we are talking about beers that we would take to a holiday party or an office party. If any of us ever got invited to yeah, um, Speak for yourselves. So we uh, held a couple of uh, rules um, that we would go into a liquor store um, or a grocery store or some other place and uh, pick something up within 10 minutes. So, um, yeah, so I've decided that maybe uh, I should have a T-shirt that would say just don't clench, relax. <laughs> Dude, Maybe that was Aaron Rodgers. You'll was get invited. Relaxed. Do you think that I should wear that to the party? You know, <laughs> to wear that t shirt to the yes. party? It's like, what do you mean don't clench? Like, 
That might get you invited to some other parties. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, up next is good old boy Kendall. He uh, picked a, a great product from uh, Colorado or from Tampa, depending on where they made this one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm guessing these are still coming out of Colorado, out of Longmont. So this is the barrel age ten fifty. Oh, man, that's so good. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, Oscar Blues. Yeah, Oscar Blues makes this wonderful beer, part of that wonderful Canarchy family. That this beer, I'm going to just read the description. Aged for four seasons from a blend of top bourbon. Uh, from, well, maybe I shouldn't read that. <laughs> I've been Don't hanging ask out. Dave to read it. <laughs> I've been hanging out with Dave too long. <laughs> anyway, we've got espresso, burnt sugar, rich chocolate caramel notes, and vanilla, oak, and bourbon. So yeah. this is a beautiful beer, and it's not an easy beer to find in August, but, you know, talking around November, December, you're going to find this in your liquor stores. In time for the holiday. Yeah, it comes out uh, late fall, and it's usually for about four to six weeks you're going to be able to find this beer. It won't yeah. last long, but uh, grab some for the party. It's wonderful, rich, just so much flavor, so much complexity, 12.9%. So it's going to make a great party. Oh, wow. I, that's a, and it get a couple to uh, keep. Too, it looks know. good in So that. I need to hit people up to ask them about my small talk Absolutely. topic after they've had this. Right? So it <laughs> looks good in that 19.2-ounce stovepipe can. Um, and it's just a wonderful beer. It's not that expensive. Talk uh, about a dessert beer. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, man. It ages really well as well yeah grab a six pack of them and uh put the rest away and drink one a year because this beer uh is really nice but it's it's just a wonderful beer for that time of year well i've always been a huge fan of tenfitty um i really thought that that was probably one of the premier uh imperial stouts that was dropped into a can and um when they moved to dropping this in a barrel i really thought wow what a an, uh, an improvement you know and i didn't really think that it was like something they needed to do i really thought that it actually made a, a whole newer variant of this beer uh oh absolutely Ten Fitty is a great beer on its own uh any time of year but this barrel aged beer they put out in the fall is uh takes it up a notch i think i just peed a little i find so many barrel aged stouts in particular when you know they take it from not being barrel aged, doing it barrel aged, you just get so much barrel, There's, so much whiskey. This it, is a really well balanced. It turns into a booze bomb. Yeah, yeah. this is really well balanced, even at twelve point. Oh, you don't percent. taste it at all. It's no. so smooth, dangerous, very dangerous. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> is that your party voice? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Maybe later. <laughs> Maybe later. No, it's so talk colonoscopies to me a little longer. <laughs> Wow. Don't uh, clench. Okay. <laughs> Relax. Talk duty to me. I'm sorry. That was hey. <laughs> no, but it's so smooth and the way it lingers yes. on the tongue. I mean it's it's such a beautiful beer. And to me, it's very underrated because I've had it so many times. I've enjoyed it and like savored it. Mm -hmm. And then sadly. You know, the spring comes, I totally forget about it. And it's not until somebody brings me another one that I'm like, oh, I love this time of year. And so, Kendall, you'll have to bring us one yeah, every year. And I was thinking about that <laughs> last year as I went to the store and people were going crazy to get one or two bottles of a certain other barrel-aged waterfowl beer. Yeah. Uh, and this stuff was just laying around and I walked out with like 12 cans of it. It's And it's wonderful. And so underrated. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think this is... 
This might be better than the than that uh, might that, that other duck, thing that duck beer. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking chicken scratches barrel aged. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, wrong, I think it's a, wrong I think foul. It's a duck ith, isthmus beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, another uh, you know really great choice. Um, you know, and again. Uh, a lot of contrast in the styles of beers, you know, that we've, you know, really kind of gone with here. This one, a lot of uh, roast about it, uh, even in, within some of the uh, brewers' uh, tasting notes, you know, uh, a lot of heavy uh, roasted malt. Um, I'm getting a lot of chocolate hints of coffee. Now, I wouldn't say full-blown espresso, but um, there no, are some enough. nice dark roasts. Just mm-hmm. enough, yeah. Yeah, um, and the... The barrel kind of brought around this, you know, very slight vanilla thing, uh, as well as some element of of booze. But I, I love the way that uh, Drew talked about it. Really great balance, uh, you know, that they've done with the barrel here. And so this is beer in a barrel, not barrel with a beer. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I always like, you know, that the beer is leading. You don't feel like you have a stave in your pint glass, you know. Yeah. The wood is, uh, it's there, but it's not, no, nothing is overwhelming, you know, mm-hmm. about this. So that's what I really love One thing about I like this. about woods is that when they're in the background and they're not <laughs> obtrusive. <laughs> now, if you keep the woods, like, tampered way down, uh-huh. so that's, that's the way they're best. <laughs> Wow. So uh, let's read up uh, the 1050 here. What did you guys think about this? Uh, Let's go with uh, a Sudge rating of four for uh, Oscar Blues 1050, the barrel age. Loving it. So a really great choice and some, uh, some really great beers that we've taken to the party so far. Next up is good old boy Drew. What'd you bring to the party? All right. Well, again, you know, sort of like everybody else, I was trying to think about something that is sort of wider distributed you know i don't uh, i looked in my fridge and i have a bunch of local stuff that i would have loved to bring but people outside of you know where we are are not going to be able to find it very easily sure so um i also went with a dark beer we have uh the marshall zukov imperial stout from cigar city brewing it is an 11 percent uh abv um it is uh very dark in color, you know, espresso, chocolate, dark coffee, a little bit of blackstrap molasses. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, might wonder, oh, well, you know, an imperial stout, that's not really that approachable, maybe, you know, for, you know, our macro drinking friends that might be at a holiday party. But, um, you know, my wife uh, used to hate beer until I introduced her to dark stouts particularly imperial stouts and now which is a really unusual place to start Uh, june was the same way june wasn't a huge fan of craft beer until she had an old she had an uh old rasputin ladies love ladies love the dark that's a great place to start yeah that that really is but you know what this is almost a beer maybe that you break out later on in the party Mm -hmm. you know like you know this is not a first beer no to have at the party but this is like you know once things get going and you know people are getting a little woo i would break this one out before the barrel age 1050 though yeah it's um and it's 1050 is a little more dessert like yeah it's amazing like i mean they're both like you know big stouts but the contrast between the two Mm -hmm. and how different and actually this would be an interesting thing to do at a party would be have one and then the other and let people compare them and that would entertain the beer nerds yes Mm -hmm. 
I yeah, actually think there's a bit more uh, coffee, you know, off oh, this. Definitely. Um, then not as much vanilla though. Yeah. All those, uh, some of the sweet characteristics that, you know, you would find, you know, with, uh, some other bale age, especially the 1050. This is definitely a bit more bitter forward. Yeah. It, it's forward. definitely got that edge to dark it. chocolate as opposed to milk. Oh yeah. And this used to be very difficult to find. Yes. Uh, when, um, when cigar city first started making this, I mean, they would make it as a seasonal only, and you know you could only get it usually during two or three months, um, usually November and December, and that was it. And it went really fast, and it was very localized, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I you mean, had to go down to Tampa. Yeah, the first time we had it was in Tampa at the beer bloggers conference at a special beer pairing dinner, and, and it uh, blew. Yeah, it blew yeah. me away. Yeah. it really did. Well, and they do uh, several different uh, uh, Zukov variants uh, where they'll uh, do this in different uh, finishes, different barrel finishes. Um, This one's just the normal one. So they, I believe, I have no idea, but I want to say they have as many as eight to ten different variants of uh, Marshall Zukov um, that are out there. I love the uh, Marshall Tucker Zukov. It's (laughs) very. I like your style. It's very southern. It's and it's aged. Like for a long time. It's I'm sure smooth. it's aged. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about this, though? And this is so different. Like, you think a stout is a stout is a stout in the scheme of things. But this one has a nice hint of almost tobacco to it that I thought was, like, really, really cool and really different. Like a nice Maduro cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, which which takes it to, like, a completely different level of stout. Yeah, they have uh, certainly a lot of interesting choices um, with things with the roasted malts that they work with at uh, Cigar City, um, and so the Maduro Brown is uh, there's a oh, play yeah, of yeah. the of the malt that they use with Maduro Brown, I believe, in the uh, um, Marshall Zukov as well. So I don't know that it's one common malt that they have, mm-hmm. you know, within this that they add in. It's but, always yeah. been you know fairly complex. You know, this is. It's not a 20-layer chocolate cake. This is like a five-layer chocolate cake, you know, mm-hmm. but um, it's not one-dimensional. There's um, some no, big old layers. Not, right. Yeah. yeah. I also like that, you know, the Marshall Zukov reference provides small talk that can be both repellent and attractive. You know? <laughs> As a as <laughs> a history on your buff, crowd. exactly. Yeah. As a history buff, you know. So you're saying it plays into that small talk thing, like the Game of Thrones beer. Absolutely. So you know what's what's a Marshal Zukov? Oh well, you know Marshal Zukov was one of the most decorated World War II generals from the Soviet uh, army. He, you know, commanded at Stalingrad and you know several of the other. So you're large saying battles. this would pair well with borscht, but not sauerkraut. <laughs> yes, that's that's one way of putting it. That's okay. one way of putting it. Also, okay. Okay. you know, perhaps pairing well with you know setting up um, uh, machine guns to encourage your soldiers to charge into the lines because they're more afraid of you than the enemy. Sure, you know, sure. So. I think that it's just an accent, uh, sort of. A- I can break out my Russian oh, accent. <laughs> we're we talking about Marshall Dude, I, I'm Zuka. serious for, for a second. I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> I was a little worried myself. Oh, yes. I'm not really correct. Sure. <laughs> He's oh, a very dude. good beer comrade. That's uh, what I'm thinking. Uh, one side of Mike's face Most is Russians are talk. very big stutterers. So I, did, I had to think about what I would be talking about with it's Marco. It's so upsetting what's happening in my mouth currently. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it seems like the uh, the Russian accent was merging over to a Scottish accent there no. by the end of it. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Although there are a lot of people in my head, but those are two wow. people. Not, you know what? Do not blend those all those I'm, things. I'm together. sticking with stroke victim. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so let's let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Uh, for the uh, Cigar City uh, Marshall Zukov, our sedge rating is going to be a four. Fairly easy to find that now. Um, I mm-hmm. believe that they this is available in Bombers. You got it on tap. In yeah, a I got it today from a crowler. Yes, sir. Um, and I don't believe they've dropped this in cans. Uh, I've not the, seen I'm it in cans. Just seen it in cans. Yeah, so I think they're available in like the sixteen ounce. I think is the version that they have. Or twenty two yeah. uh, ounce this, version. This would yeah. be great at those nineteen point two stovepipes. Oh, you know, it would be, yeah. yeah. Come on, are you come listening? On. Yeah, canarchy. Uh, do it. Give us the Zukov in the cans. Do it. I think they'll do that pretty soon. You know, as as such uh, proponents of that packaging, I think they'll end up dropping a lot more of that. You know, in this particular format. Once people understand that cans are far better for beers like this where you might want to age it Mm -hmm. for a bit than a bottle well i want to double back so we didn't talk about uh your small talk topic i'm dying to know what would be kendall's small talk topic to repel our cicerone guy here well you made me think about it i know talked about going to a party with whales and unicorns (laughs) and that's uh i would like to ask people what they think of narwhals and if they're truly are the unicorns of the sea Mm. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I, I can almost see uh, somebody going, is this a trick question? Is there a video on me? Can I Google? Okay, Google. I'm, what is what are your uh, What are your feelings about Scrimshaw? <laughs> yeah. Since my wife will probably never listen to this show, I can uh, I can tell you that up until narwhal, just a or narwhal is a medium sized toothed whale that possesses a large tusk from a. Protrude. See, I would actually pass that. You know, <laughs> so my, my wife actually up until very recently thought that uh, narwhals did not exist. Ah, so they are to, they are mythical creatures. I had to explain to her that that but no, this Google. is real, right? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that that would be your that would be your topic to repel people. I like that. This is yeah. yeah well, like narwhals much. are real, but you know, like are, mermaids. Are they, though? Mer- Have you ever seen one? Well, but mermaids were actually sea lions. You know, so what? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no. The ugliest women ever. Then yeah. I guess. Well, you know, you're a sailor. Bearded lady. You're a sailor. You've been out at sea for about a year. You know. Uh, uh, good old boy Drew, what would be one of your small talk topics? Well, other than the Marshall, you know, going to the uh, history, the, the Russian. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm a big fan of politics and religion because you know I either yeah, piss well, everybody off side of the room. You know, right? yeah, exactly, it's repellent. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, hmm. Yeah. So, hang on a second. I gotta go like floss, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, or something <laughs> for sure. Uh, any uh, small talk stories from you know that you just dying to go? Oh yeah, this was a topic that I just wanted to get away. Uh, Look at her, like no. let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's listen, a good one. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites was, so listen, after my eighth therapy session, it really kind of opened the world up for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you have an epiphany? Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, so hang on a second. I go get more cheese whiz. So, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, that's it for our episode for today. You've actually survived yet another riveting edition of this uh, Suds uh, show. You can always uh, find us is. wherever you found us today. You can find us right there again <laughs> <laughs> next week, as well as on radio, satellite, online, on iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find our show on your phone is ask Alexa, Siri, or Google Play Podcast, Sip Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipssudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at sipsudsandsmoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Well, uh, I want to thank our uh, co-host for being here for today. Be sure and don't rate our small talk topics. (laughs) <laughs> good old boy Dave. Thanks for hey, being here. Thanks, everybody. Follow me on Instagram at good old boy Dave. Good old boy Kendall. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. He always says that in a questionable tone. He's you like, know? Yeah. He's like, really? I may have something better to do. <laughs> Kendall would be a very good politician. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good old boy Drew. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for bringing me. <laughs> Are you going to actually shotgun the rest of one of the crawlers? <laughs> Go to Gal Juliana. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's her house. <laughs> hey, this is Good Old Boy Mike. Thank you for joining us. Come back. Join us once again on another exciting episode. And I'm going to ask you to keep on sipping. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time <laughs>